Welcome back to another edition of City View with Mayor Tom Koch. I'm Mark Carey, his media director, and we are literally days before Christmas. Mayor, hello. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm well, and you look around the office here, the tree is lit, the insetters look great, the wreaths on the windows. It's a beautiful, festive time of the year. So much to be grateful for, so much to be happy about. I really, I, I mean, it's just this time of year makes just, I still feel like a little kid every year. I really get a thrill out of either from my office at night or driving by and seeing the amount of families out enjoying the lights at the Hancock Adams Common and the Kilroy Square and General's Bridge area. So it's uh, it's really cool. And, you know, in these times that we've been living in, very challenging times, people need this stuff. People yes. need to lift. People yes. need a smile. Uh, you know, we've, we've had a tough stretch, and we gotta uh, we got to re- remember what's important, and, and it's our loved ones, it's our friendships, and taking care of one another. And, and we'll talk a little bit more about the season in, uh, in just a bit. This will be a, a bit of a shorter podcast. But we did want to just... Are you in a hurry? <laughs> no, I mean, I'll sit here all day if you uh, want. No, I don't do want that. Three certainly don't want that. <laughs> he does not want me to sit here. That's what he's trying to say, folks. He wants me out. <laughs> so, uh, But let's talk about uh, Mayor Wu and her uh, new mandate across the city of Boston and how that affects the, the businesses and the community and where, where sure. do you stand on all of this? Well, you know, the city of Quincy is part of um, the Metro Mayor's organization, which is an arm of the Metropolitan Area Planning Council. And we gather from time to time, uh, mostly of Zoom lately. So we used to gather in person more regularly. And it's kind of, it's Boston and core Boston. So, you know, Quincy and in Braintree, Cambridge, Somerville, Medford, Malden, you know, Brookline. I mean, so it's either mayors or city managers coming together to talk about, before COVID, we were talking about housing and transportation and, and climate change and those issues. But obviously the last couple of years, a lot of the stuff that's been dominating discussion is is the COVID, the social justice movement, and, and all these issues that we're dealing with. So so my office participated in the call the other day. My chief of staff was on it. I couldn't be on it because I had, uh, I had a funeral I had to attend. And, um, yeah, Mayor will come out with pretty strong mandates uh, for the people of Boston. And in the meeting before she came out publicly, there was a meeting held, at, uh, again, with the Metro mayors, urging all the mayors to do the same thing so that we could be in unison. And, and I just couldn't do that. I, I, I frequently do not necessarily. Uh, and let's state what this is, though. What, what, let, just to, if folks don't know, because not everybody may know. The mandate basically saying mask indoor vaccination, passports, or showing your cards, uh, if you're going into a restaurant and into a venues. You know, I just, I, you know, we, we've had this around now for a couple of years, Mark. I think we know what we need to do. I think people are smart enough now to understand that those that are susceptible, that have either elderly with some bad health conditions or people battling diseases that their immune system is compromised. You know, I think we've learned a lot about that. So, you know, we want to keep those people safe, but, you know, in society, uh, as people, we got to go on living as well. I don't believe that government, you know, should be mandating all these things. That government should be in control necessarily of all these things. I, government should be there to benefit and uh, certainly provide services to the people it serves. And I and just just as a reminder that you know this great country is formed by the people coming together to create a government, not the other way around. And, you know, government doesn't always have the answers or the right answers. So I, I struggle with that. I, th- I think people are smart enough. You know, we have a very high vaccination rate in Quincy. Mm. I had mine. I had my booster. I encourage people to get it. But I'll, I'm not going to mandate that of people. Right. I'm not right. mandating that of my employees. I've gotten 
I've gotten some tough emails saying that I failed as a leader because I haven't mandated employees to get vaccinations. Well, you know, we live in America and there are freedoms and, you know, people have the right to make the decision what's best for them, their situation and their bodies, their health, their own health. And how many times have we heard that from the left wing side on issues? But and I also believe that, you know, and I just say it straight. I, I don't believe the kids you know, we should be mandating kids to get vaccinations. That's up to their parents. That's a decision between doctors, parents, and the kids. This is all this so, is basic HIPAA yeah. laws, aren't they? Well, there's that too. I mean, yeah. it's it's getting uh, it's really getting out of control. And quite frankly, you know, I I heard some of the president's remarks the other day. And look, I'm I'm he's the president, and I wish him well because if he succeeds, we all succeed. But that was nothing but a ploy to get the attention off of all the agenda items that they're failing on right now. I mean, inflation is out of control. They don't want to talk about that. We're going into the winter. Heating fuel costs are going crazy. Gasoline costs are going crazy. That's what matters to people. That's what people are concerned about. You know, people, you know, I think everyone's tired of of hearing the same old, same old from, from the White House on this issue. So the, I, I think, I do think it's, it's to cloud up the other issues, if you will, get attention away from some of those other issues. Um, you know, I, I, I see what's going on, and, and, and I have a good relationship with Congressman Stephen Lynch. I think he's... The best congressman in the country. He's so in touch with his people. He's always in touch with us. He does the right thing all the time. Yeah, and and that's the problem. Guys like that, women like that, you don't hear about because all the oxygen in the room gets taken up from the extreme left wings and the extreme right wings. Mm. When you got to govern from the middle, and that's right. why I think Joe Manchin's a hero. I think Joe Manchin, he's getting the criticism. He's getting personal attacks from his own colleagues in the U.S. Senate. Come on. It's a legislative body. This is the game. You work to get votes. You put things together. If somebody's not comfortable with it representing their district, their state, then so be it. And by the That's, way, if it was the other side, it would be completely Oh, my story. goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, Joe Manchin is a moderate. God forbid, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I think the Democratic Party has to wake up in many ways, and I think they're in for a rude awakening next year. Now, I'm, as you know, I'm a former Democrat, and I, I am uh, I, I believe in some of what the Democratic platform does sure. yeah. uh, believe in. I don't believe in a number of issues that, that, that they do endorse or condone, but that's why I decided to become an independent, because I can make up my mind. I can endorse who I want. I'm, I don't have to get elected to a party system, a party primary. I'm elected in a nonpartisan way, so it gives me that freedom. And, and look at I, I get a lot of Democratic friends, colleagues in government that do great, great work, so I'm not being critical of them, but nationally, uh, we we got to wake up a little bit. We got to come to the table. You know, Bernie Sanders. I mean, Obama had trouble with Bernie Sanders when Obama was president, the Democratic yeah. president, because Bernie was so far left. He was talking about a six trillion dollar deal, yeah. and you know, it was okay for him to have his position. Why isn't it okay to have Joe Manchin have his position? Yeah, you know. So I just think we uh, when I think of some of the giants we had in the Senate and Congress over the years, and and now some of the folks we're producing as part of the, they're not even proud to be an American. And, they, and they're sitting in the U.S. House of Representatives of the United States Senate, probably the most exclusive club in the world. Mm. And such an important part of what we call our re- democracy, we're a republic, but democratic values. So I don't know. I, I, um, I hope we can find that common ground, but it's, it has been a tough couple of years. In, in certainly in the national government, find that common ground. I'm proud to say locally and statewide. I mean, Governor Baker... Uh, working with uh, Speaker Mariano, working with cities and towns. I think, we, I think we've think we been a model for the most part. Yeah. And again, I work Congressman Lynch in, and certainly, you know, Senator Markey and Senator Warren, though, and I don't agree with them a lot of things, but, you know, we work with their offices to get things done for constituents here in Massachusetts. And people want 
they want services delivered. I think people are tired of all the noise, Mark. Yeah. They really do. I would agree. So, and and you know what? You know, the Congressional Budget Office, which is nonpartisan, pegs that that program that the one point seven five trillion is over three trillion. And we're we're in a period now where inflation's going crazy. They're talking about interest rates popping next year, going up. We got to do a better job on the economy. You know, I think we've got to pay more attention to that. You know, a stat I just read the other day, Mark. Last year, eighteen to forty-five year olds. You know what the leading cause of death was in this country? Tell me, fentanyl. Now. Fentanyl, really? Yep, that was the leading cause. Wow, we're so wrapped up in COVID, and I understand why. But the whole addiction side, but our children uh, are dying. Is, yeah. Children are dying. We've lost traction. The, the numbers are staggering again on on people dying from alcohol, OD abuse, suicide, uh, suicide, suicide yeah. the mental health issues. It's mm. it's a very difficult time. We got to uh, we really got to be paying attention to that. And I would hope that uh, the president would look at those numbers and perhaps pay a little bit of attention on that issue as well. And with you know locally with with uh, Mayor Wu. Uh, making that sort of mandate, restaurants now have to be, you know, they have they don't have enough problems as it is with trying to even get help. Now they have to check everybody's, you know, vaccination you know, status. It, it, yeah, it's it's too much. And the, and the more mandates you put on those restaurants, you know, the more burden you're putting on them. And keep in mind, restaurants employ the people that live on the margins, the dishwashers, the waitresses and waiters, and, you know, they're the people we should be worried about. And, and we're putting more burden on, so we're going to be driving more businesses out of business, and these people aren't going to have jobs. And it, it's 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 maddening to me. I, you know, we I think we've had a great run in Quincy, working with our business community, our chamber, all our hospitality industry and restaurants, doing the right thing. We've all worked together to get through this. There's no right or wrong answer necessarily. It's being smart. It's being, you know, using common sense. And I, you know, and our numbers are just as good as anybody else's numbers. Um, so yeah. I, again, I, I thank Manit. I thank our health department. So many great partners in this, in this process. Um, and like you, you know, said, finally the residents, the residents have done a great job in, in, in just doing the right thing and being right. careful. And that's exactly right. Yeah. If we, people, uh, People are smarter than we give them credit for. Absolutely. Right. So let's uh, shift gears. Sure. Shall we? Gladly. <laughs> let's talk about uh, Christmas. It's right around the corner. It's right here. We're, we're on it. We're on top. This is Christmas Eve, 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 if you right. will. That's so, right. It's, uh, a, it's a great season. Uh, I've often said between Thanksgiving and New Year's, it's it's just such a beautiful time of the year. It's so festive. It's You, know, you think about it. Certainly from my perspective, you know, you have children and that's what it's all about. But you also go back to your own childhood. You do get a little melancholy and and think about, you know, the memories growing up with your mom and dad, your siblings, and the traditions, you know, you did for Thanksgiving or Christmas and New Year's and, and how important that is. And in a day when we're throwing tradition out and canceling everything, I think it's so important to have that continuity for generations, to have those traditions that families share. And Quincy, I think, is, is one of the best in, in that regard. And not because I'm the mayor. This stuff was going on long before I was mayor. I was in, I've been in every Christmas parade since I was about six years old. I was on floats with my <laughs> mother making outfits for us and in the parades and all. But it's a beautiful time of the year. Whatever your faith background is, it's okay to say Merry Christmas. I have Jewish friends who tell me, I, you know, I'm not offended by Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's a national holiday. It's a beautiful time of the year. And, of course, those of us who are Christian, it's a very important holy day. When the Christ child came into the world and, you know, brought light into the darkness and a message of peace and hope. And, and I've, I've said this publicly too, Mark, and, I, and I, again, I say it with respect to all faiths. I had a visit this morning by the, the temple from Robert Street, Buddhist 
monks, wonderful people, and uh, had a nice visit with them. And I was I was saying, and, and find out one of the monks listens to the podcast. So oh, really, so That's hello, right. thank you for the visit this morning. But I was saying whether you whether you recognize Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, or at the very least, you got to recognize him as a historical figure. So either way, right? What did he say? When he was asked, what's the most important commandment? Love, love your God, your God yeah. with all your mind, your heart, your strength, and love one another. That's It's as simple as that. Yeah. Love one another. What does that mean? That means look out for your neighbor. That means being respectful. That means being helpful, that we're all in this together, wherever your faith walk lies. So I think that we, we have spent billions in this country on social programming to try to replace what the faith community has had and meant to generations of people in this country. And it's a sad state of affairs. So with that, I say thank you to all the nonprofits out there, the Spiritual Houses of Worship that help those folks in the need. Quick story, last Saturday, I was at Local 103, invited by Lou Antonellis, who heads up 103, great union, electrical union contractors and union members who do good work. And um, they held a, a beautiful toy drive, clothing, dolls, bikes. And he called me, he said, look, we, we've got an abundance of, of stuff. Is anybody in Quincy that is in need? I said, well, let me, let me check around. We've got great organizations that help families. And, you know, within a couple hours, somebody reached out to me from the Salvation Army in Quincy saying, mm. hey, we're short this year. We got a waiting list for families. We need some help. So Saturday, we had a truck from Salvation Army in Quincy over at 103, loading up that truck with the members of 103 and uh, filling up the truck. The truck came back, so the Salvation Army in Quincy was able to meet the demand for all those families they serve. It's just a nice Christmas story, and there's a million of those around. Yeah, That's yeah. just one example. I know. I, I visited the YMCA. You were with me. Um, beautiful. You know, with their toy drive and, and all the distribution they're doing. I could go on and on. Uh, all the organizations, QCAP, and, and again, St. Vincent de Paul Society, you name it. it. You know, people do the right thing. They're helping out. A lot of people. Serving our brothers and sisters. Are doing very well, and they understand that part of that, being a good American, being a good whether you're Christian or not, being a good person is to help one another, is to share, you know, all those blessings that we have with others that may have, have gone through a rough time. So uh, I tell you, it's, uh, I'm always inspired, continually inspired by this great city, by the people of the city, the organizations of the city, the business of the city, and that's what makes us the community that we are. So, you know, I'm blessed to have a, a beautiful, loyal wife. I have three healthy kids that are now young adults and making their way. I have so much to be thankful for. And to be the mayor of the city is just, just, just terrific. What an honor. And again, so Christmas time from my home to yours out there listening, you know, I, I wish you a Merry Christmas, whatever your celebration tradition may be. Enjoy your time with your loved ones, with your family. Be smart about the, the virus. If you're not feeling well, stay home. Don't expose others. Uh, or wear your mask. Please, uh, the vaccinations and boosters are out there. If you're inclined to get one, I'd suggest you do that. And you know, the new year's around the corner. And, and uh, so we're hoping and praying for a healthy 2021. I think, I mean, 2022, coming off an unhealthy 2021. And I and I, uh, I think we're in for a tough January and February with, with this virus and the flu. And you know, let's hope by springtime we'll get through it. But we can't stop living. We can't stop society we got to do the best we can. So people be smart about it. Enjoy your, your festivities. Again, thank you. It's an honor to serve you. Merry Christmas. God bless. And a happy, happy new year. And that just about wraps it up. Peace and hope as you started, as you started this conversation with. To Amen. all. All right.